Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, as you know, uh, there is a redress scheme for the mother and baby home survivors that was uh, signed off this week by the government. Yet there is another cohort within that group, people who as children were subject to vaccine trials, yet they won't receive any additional compensation for that. The Social Democrat uh, TD Holly Cairns argues that they should, among many other things too. Holly, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Uh, is it just in relation to the to, to the vaccines first? It, whose exper- whose responsibility do you think it is to pay uh, um, re- reparations for that? It's the responsibility of the medical companies um, who took part in the trials. It's the responsibility of the state and of the church, uh, both of which were together running the mother and baby institutions at the time where these illegal vaccine trials took place. Yeah. Uh, as you know, uh, it seemed to be largely companies that previously, uh, that eventually became GlaxoSmithKline, uh, they're not going to pay any money, nor have they even apologised. And they're saying it was independent researchers, not even them, that carried this out. So there, uh, it, it, there, there probably wouldn't be any legal recourse there. And this um, is one of the biggest problems with the entire um, Commission Investigations report that investigated mother and baby homes because unfortunately and unbelievably the report found you know that there was no crimes committed that there was no proof of illegal vaccine trials that there was no illegal adoptions that there was no forced labour no incarceration all of the things that of course we all know did happen in those institutions and then you know the vaccine trials is a good example of this how do we then ask medical companies to pay damages when there's apparently no proof of this Mm. How do we go to the church and ask for them to contribute to compensation for the redress scheme when there's no proof that any wrongdoing happened? I, but I think even even now on that point, I think even everyone accepts that they didn't. No one was asked for permission to carry out these vaccine trials. And now, whether that's I don't know whether that's like strictly a criminal offence or just was a violation of of rules and procedures at the time. Safe to say it is a criminal offence, I think, to carry out um, vaccine trials on babies and children without consent from parents. And there is no written evidence of consent, for example, in Besbra. And, you know, safe to say there was a lot of other crimes. And part of our motion is calling for redress, you know, for one to be proportionate. Social Democrats have a motion to all on, on Wednesday morning. It's for, you know, compensation to be proportionate to the crimes committed to the suffering cause. But also that the findings of the Commission Investigations Report are corrected. Because a lot of your listeners might not know, for one, that they were the findings that there was no wrongdoing. But secondly, that the minister around that time when there was, you know, a lot of outrage and upset around these findings, he said that he would have an independent review of the commission's findings to a human rights lens, to get an independent expert to look at these findings. Then, throughout the summer, it was only through an FOI put in by the Irish examiner, we found out that he had shelved that idea with no explanation and decided not to carry out an independent review of the findings. Then last week we hear he's going to the church cap in hand asking for a donation towards the redress scheme. Mm. But of course with the findings that the Commission's report produced, he doesn't have a leg to stand on. The state doesn't. So there's, this is a layered issue. There's a lot of problems there. One of the things that needs to be addressed is the redress scheme. So like you say, people who were used in illegal vaccine trials are not getting any particular kind of compensation. People who were subject to illegal adoptions aren't either. And people who were in an institution for less than six months get absolutely nothing. Because they, they're based on duration there, yeah. How, how, would you, how would you go about, though, creating a scale for the damage done or the suffering? That, that, you know, 
is one one thing worse than another? That would be quite tricky, I imagine. Well, interestingly, the department, um, in light of the Commission's report and, you know, in advance of the redress scheme, carried out a report itself, the department did. That was called the Oak Report, where they spoke to survivors who contributed to the Commission investigation into mother and baby homes and asked what would be the most appropriate way to go about this. Because like you say, there's no obvious path for this. There's no kind of precedent because we know that historically the government has failed to provide adequate redress in terms of the Magdalene laundries and the industrial schools. This time they went about having those um, kind of interactions with survivors and finding out what would be the best approach. The number one finding of the Oak Report was that people wanted redress to be based on um, forced family separation, essentially. The thing that this came up in that report was that people were most um, hurt and, you know, encountered the most suffering on account of their babies being taken from them and mm. being separated from their mothers. Yes. And instead, even though the government had that information, they'd done that research themselves, they decided to then go ahead and base it on length of time spent in an institution. So, of course, you could have been in an institution for less, less than six months. You could have been separated from your family. You could have been subject to an illegal vaccine trial. Loads of other things. Incarceration, you name it. And you get absolutely nothing. And then, if you were in an institution for longer than six months, the baseline for then the, the next payment up is €5,000. And I think you and all your listeners will know, we hear people getting claims for more, from, you know, falling over a pavement. I don't mean to trivialise it, but the redress scheme in itself is a disgrace. And then there's all these other little caveats in it that make it even more disgraceful. Yeah. And the, the history of this situation is that, like, the government never set out to go about doing the right thing for these people, to say... You know, what happened back then was an absolute disgrace that women were incarcerated, their children stolen from them, vaccine trials, all of these things. We want to provide some justice. Their hand was forced because Catherine Corliss discovered 796 death certs in Tume and no burial certs. And it transpired that many, perhaps all of those remains, are in a septic tank in Tume. But with his other institutions, over 900 unaccounted for um, babies and uh, children in Besborough, where's the... Where is the full steam investigation into this? Where are the normal mechanisms of laws that we have and justice where people, you know, can go through a court where they can, you know, get what they deserve in relation to this? There's, there's no way we can rewind the clock and undo all of these horrors. But we, the least we could do is provide people with what we can now. And instead, the government is doing as little as possible. And when the report came out, the Taoiseach took to the doll and the report itself said, well, look, all of society was to blame, you know. But those were the times we were in. And now, it, so isn't that the central that, problem here, actually, because the report doesn't blame anyone? Well, yeah, and when no one is to blame, then like, there's no one accountable and nobody gets any justice. But what I will say as well is, if society was to blame then for disregarding survivors and letting this happen, who's to blame today when survivors aren't going to get justice again? When, when survivors get either nothing or five, potentially €5,000, they also have to sign a waiver to say they'll never take a case against the state, the church or any of the actors involved in this again. So, like, I don't think that any of your listeners or society now thinks that that, that is OK. So we have to ask the question, if government blames society back then, do they also blame society now for their actions this week? There's mm. no explanation. And, and what we see, I think, time and time again, is when there's so much public disquiet that you know, we saw when the, the Commission investigation first came out with their findings or before that, and the government said they were going to seal the archives for 30 years. The amount of emails that came into us as the Rockless members crashed the server for the first time. That's how much public disquiet there was. Then the findings came out and it found no 
you know, forced adoptions, no illegal vaccine trials, all of these things. And I think my personal opinion is what happened then was there was too much public disquiet. And we know that's the only thing that actually makes the government act. It's not me on the radio now. It's not me tabling the motion on Wednesday. It's all of your listeners, everybody else, you know, shouting about this from the rooftop. Mm. And at that time, I feel like the minister was backed into a corner. He came out and said, we're going to have an independent review into these findings. And that quietened it. You know, then there was no no more outrage because people thought, look, that's, that's what we need. We need an independent review of these ridiculous findings. And then he quietly shelved it over the summer when the doll was in recess. And it's like that kind of dealt with the public disquiet to a certain extent. And that in itself is really sinister, in my opinion. Yeah. And then coming forward with a redress scheme after doing a report to find out what would be the best way to do it and doing something else. Like, all of this is the latest example of how badly these people have been treated. And the very same people, you know, however many years later, it's the same thing. We're just doing it again. And it's important to know as well that, like, that commission investigation didn't even produce its mythology. You wouldn't get away with doing an undergrad thesis and not producing that. You know, it's absolutely ridiculous. And time and time again, they get away with it. And there's a kind of an outrage fatigue, I think, around these issues. It's impossible. We can't keep asking people to come, you know, on the airways and the likes of your show to tell their stories, what they've been through. We all know the horrors of these institutions. We all know that there needs to be a full-scale investigation if we're ever going to really give these people justice. And that's the least we can do at this stage. Holly, thanks very much for speaking with us today. That was Holly Cairns there, Social Democrat TD for West Cork. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. I'll take a break. After that, TV on the radio. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm. On News Talk.